Welcome everyone to part three of season two, episode six of the No One Really Cares podcast. In this final part, my guest and I discuss her story and how we can improve this for others in the future. Once again, at the end of the episode in the outro, I will be highlighting resources for others if they're in a situation like this. So without further ado, here we go. The spice in there it is. Really? Okay. He wants a response. He wants a reaction. No one really cares. No one really cares. No one really cares. No one cares. No one cares. Nobody cares. No, you? No. No one. No one actually cares. Nobody. None. No one. If you could leave like our, our listeners with, with one more thing, either awareness, a lesson, a story, what would you tell them? And uh, just, just, just hit us with it. I, I, a few things probably, right? Go ahead, yeah. It, it doesn't take much. I think that in anything, in any in anything where you have someone who goes from just a regular guy, a little problematic from time to time, makes some comments to someone who rapes or someone who murders or, and, and that I'm speaking in regards to violence towards women, but I'm also speaking in general, you know, someone doesn't just wake up one day and decide to shoot up three Asian owned spas, Oh yeah. you know, um, that person tests the boundaries over and over and over again, what's acceptable. And when no one says anything, they, they think to themselves, I can get away with this. No one's even going to make me feel defensive or uncomfortable about it because they're just going to deflect or move on to the next topic because they don't want to deal with the fact that I'm confident in my misogyny. I'm confident in my racism, whatever it is. Um, it's, it's up to us that have privilege of any kind to use that privilege and call it out as wrong and say, shut the fuck up. That's yeah. messed up that you said that. And it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. A lot of times people, people don't like that uncomfortable feeling like, oh no, they don't like what I said, right? They don't, they think that's not cool if I say that. Um, if they feel that feeling one time, they might realize, dang, this whole misogyny thing really isn't working for me anymore. Maybe I should stop that. Um, or just these types of comments aren't really welcome anymore. I'm going to stop that. Mm -hmm. And you could be the person to prevent someone from going further down a path of extremism, whatever that path might be. Yeah. Just by saying, nah, I'm not cool with that. I'm not cool with that. I I'm so glad you mentioned that because... It starts with the comments. It starts with the jokes. It, it, it gets enhanced by things that you see on TV, through news lines, through even like a story where if, if you like read a comment online, I, I fucking hate whenever that I hear like a, the, the idea that like she brought it among herself or any of that shit that like those are the things that that embolden misogyny and embolden these people. And it needs to be nipped in the nipped in the bud, like you said. But it, it doesn't take much, like you it doesn't take much as much as the it doesn't take much, if you flip it like it starts with these small things. That's how it built up here. I don't think right. a lot of people wake up and choose to do these things. It's a gradual like 
is a gradual progression um, of the little things. And that's why the, it doesn't take much is so important. So even though it doesn't take much, the, it, is, it is still really, really important because of the impact that these small things can have. I think, I think knowing that has made me try to be better for be, me, be better as a man for the things that either I hear or, or see or consume, be it media or, or friends. And I'll be honest, there has been several people that I've not had in my, I, I've chosen to like not keep in my life simply based off of things like that, where I see that the, the comments that they're making, whatever their worldview might be like, I'm like, oh, no, 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 like I don't claim this dude anymore. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the comments. I think that's really, really important. And I don't think that it's just, it's not just the, the, the worst acts that lead us to where we are now. It's a lot of, it's like a thousand small cuts, if you will. Exactly. Which is where the word microaggressions come from. Yes. It, it adds up. It adds up. It might not seem like such a big deal for someone to objectify someone one time, whatever. But when you have that objectification on a daily basis, all the time, it adds up to a frustration that other people really can't understand. And I, I feel a lot of solidarity with people who I identify as women, with people who have identities that belong to a more marginalized community, whatever it may be. I think that feminism has opened my eyes to so many other movements which seek to tear down arbitrary power structures. For me, that's how I've conceptualized a lot of what's wrong in this world, mm -hmm. um, which is the clarification I want to make as well is that feminism is not a movement about being anti-evil men. That's not what feminism is about. Um, Feminism is anti-patriarchy, and patriarchy, all you need to know about it is it is the societal construct that has placed men above women, above non-binary people, right, mm -hmm. who I very much want to include there, um, or trans people. Mm -hmm. So men, cis men being at the top of that, cis women being significantly lower, but anyone who is not cis in their gender or their sex of any kind being even below that in this social construct that really doesn't need to exist. It's completely man-made and arbitrary. Yeah. Right. I actually agree um, with you on that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everyone is a victim of the patriarchy. Women are obviously a victim of the patriarchy because we deal with more frequent violence against us, including, but not limited to rape or assault. Um, but men are also victims of the patriarchy, man. Like, it's bad how, how it affects you guys, too. Um, all I ask is that men, that men admit to themselves that this is a man-made, and when I say man-made, I mean it is man-made. It's mm -hmm. made by men. Women certainly did not put ourselves in that situation. Um, and say, this doesn't need to exist, bro. I, I'm willing to call myself a feminist and work with women and work with non-cis people to end this shit. Because why? Mm -hmm. um, it, it, feminists don't want women to have more power than men. We simply want equity. We simply want an end to gender-based violence. We simply want 
to be able to have economic freedom the same way that men have had. So that's a big, a huge thing that I want to mention is there is a lot of misconception around feminism and what it is. It's, it's not about women against men. That is certainly not what it's about. And it's certainly not targeting evil men because I don't think most perpetrators of patriarchal violence or misogyny are evil. I think that they mm -hmm. themselves are victims in a way um, because they've been told like, I'm superior, I'm superior, I'm superior. And they have this illusion that that means they're entitled to something. Um, and so all I ask is that men do the bare minimum, which is within your circle of people, hold those people accountable. And it's interesting what you say about like, folks that you've had to part ways with because mm -hmm. they're problematic. I totally understand that. I think part of that is just an, an exhaustion factor. It's like, how many times can I stand up to this person? How many times yeah. can I tell them that's fucked up? Right. Uh, but there are some people that I do keep around, even though they are problematic and that's because they're problematic that I keep them around. Uh, because if I just throw up my hands and leave, what do they do? The next person that comes around the same shit. Um, which is why I, I plan on talking to the other guy friends in this friend group and saying like what I'm telling you and gauging their reaction. And I'm not going to allege or accuse Brock of anything because mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. I simply don't know what happened or didn't happen. But I, I hope that that's a conversation that I can have with these men that I would consider to be my friends. And if not, then I probably don't need to be around them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but in general, I think it's important to stay, to say like, if there's something definitely wrong and you have privilege in that situation, if you can stay in the situation, try to do what you can, right? Um, use your privilege because Again, what people are willing to say behind closed doors to other men during locker room talk or what they're willing to say like to a woman's face when everyone else is in the room, imagine what they're willing to do when they're alone. Wow. Now that that is a good that statement is so true. I listen, I'm really glad that you you said everything that you had to say. I'm glad you shared this story. I'm glad you helped us with lessons on how we can be better. Uh, I stand with you. I hope that other men listening to this podcast can learn from this. Uh, rather, all people on this podcast can, can learn something from this. And I, I really appreciate that you shared the story. And I, I, I hope that you, you you continue pushing forward with, with all of this and, and keep making other people around you better. So with that, guys, um, I hope you guys learned some good takeaways from this. And I really hope that we can uh, we can learn from stories like this and and continue to strive and be better as society. So thank you guys. Signing off now. I just want to thank everyone for listening to this three part series of the No One Really Cares podcast. Like in the last two podcasts, I wanted to let you guys know that April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. In lieu of the resources I gave in the last two podcasts, here is a statistic that I think is important to know. According to RAIN, the Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network, every 73 seconds an American is sexually assaulted. Given that terrifying and saddening fact, we all need to be more aware and ready to take action to improve this situation because it's gotten out of hand. For more information on how you can help, 
visit rain.org, that is R-A-I-N-N.org, and nsvrc.org, the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, for more details. I hope you are all more aware of what people are experiencing and do those little things that go a long way in your own circles. Thank you.